Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to the Brady and Coke, it's Match Day Podcast, where we talk about the day's game and what a game that was. Um, before I share my thoughts, Jay, do you, want to, uh, do you want to just give us your thoughts on the game? Yeah, well, um, you know we don't like that term, free hits, on the uh, on the Auto Know Better podcast, but I'll, I'll tell you what, that's that's what I call bonus three points, that. Um, that were a game where we went there, and after what happened last time especially, we, we didn't really expect much from it, I don't think. Um as I've said before, I think we all go into these matches sort of cautiously optimistic as Leeds fans, and we feel like we, you know, we can always get a result. We're always capable of it, but you never know what's going to happen against a good, strong side that is good at scoring goals and has sort of quick movement like Leicester tend to. Um, and I think we did a really, really good job today. And there were a point in that game, I think, where it really could have gone either way. And um, I think we dug in and we showed what we're actually capable of today. And, Glad's can be really proud of themselves for that win. Yeah, I think I think you're right, and uh, I think you know that that period after half time when Rogers had made some changes, I think that's that that was where the game was really in the balance for me. Um, and and you know when you're saying it could have gone either way, I think it was during that period that that were a tough spell for us to get through. Um, you know, I think we all mentioned before in in the main pod that that we rate Rogers as a, a coach. He's a, he is a good coach, absolutely. Um, and um, you know they were missing Vardy, but we can't take away from the fact that with Barnes and with Madison, two elements, they've got a strong midfield and they've got goals in that midfield. Um, Absolutely. So I think the fact that um, that we weathered that bit when, when Rodgers had made his change and it, it was an effective change, it changed the, the pattern of the game and, and we struggled, but they weathered it, they got through it um, and then obviously we finished the game really strongly. So um, I think I put a poll out this morning where I, I were feeling a bit nervous just to see where everybody else was on, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there were three, three, four hundred um, votes on it where I'd, I'd said, are we confident? Are we cautiously optimistic? On I it? voted on it. 
yeah so I, I would cautiously optimistic and i think that's where i went <laughs> most people were um <laughs> either that or uh, not looking for a win at all um or not look even even expecting a result which given what happened in the last game you can fully appreciate but i think Absolutely, we also yeah. bear in mind that um they were without Vardy this time and we were without KP last time. And they're both massive players for their respective clubs. So I don't suppose it's a massive surprise, but it's a big win. It's a really big oh, win. It is definitely. I will say, like, Vardy's obviously their talisman, but I'd say Madison's their player of the season so far. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Uh, certainly quiet. recently, yeah. Uh, but I think that's, that's, the, uh, that's the impact that KP can have on a midfield. Absolutely. And when KP so plays much. well, Leeds play well. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Right, okay. So, um, as with uh, with other Baradian cooks, we've got some guests that we're going to bring in. Um, so, we'll bring in the oh, first fuckers. one. <laughs> 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 we'll bring the, they don't know what they let in for. Well, actually, one of them does because uh, Matt is joining us again, who was on uh, last week's as well. But uh, okay, first yeah. off, we'll, we'll, we'll go Emma. Hello. Hello. Are you with us? I am. Can you hear me? Can we hear can. you fine. Good. Okay, so so you've got myself, Matt, and you've got Jay as well. Jamie, Emma. I think, Hello. I think your mutual's on Twitter. <laughs> Only as of a couple of days ago, I think. Really? Strange coincidence. That's so not we good. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, nobody follows me, so it's okay. Don't 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 beat yourself up. <laughs> Everyone follows Gilly because he's the sexy one in the group. <laughs> she's got she's got twice um. the followers I've got. What does that say? <laughs> right, okay. Well, welcome to the Baradi and Coke podcast. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, but we'll 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 just steam straight into it. What did you think to the game? Oh my gosh, my heart's not stopped pounding. <laughs> <laughs> it was mad. It's the way. I always thought we were going to win today anyway, but in the first half, I thought we came out brilliantly. We seemed confident. We seemed like we knew what we were doing. And then 13 minutes in and they score. And I thought, oh, that's going to kill us. We're just going to lose that little bit of confidence that we had. But then Dallas turned up. Brilliant. Uh, You can't fault it. It's, uh, It's like Stone Cold Steve Austin is Dallas. I mean... People who don't like watch WWE like me, like big kids, you know, um, <laughs> they won't get that. But it just sort of, there's games where he just, he'll turn up now and then, he'll just take it by scruff of neck and he'll just go off on one, he'll drag everybody up with him. Do you know what I mean? And that was what he did today, I think, at that point. He just, he, he were there when we needed him. And he did what sometimes only Stuart Dallas can do. I think he's such an unsung hero for Leeds. I don't. I think he's only had one or two really bad games for Leeds. Or not even really bad. I just way where he's not quite what he should be. But every every game, I think he's brilliant. He just gets on with it, doesn't he? He just rolls his sleeves up and gets on with it, and he goes unnoticed a lot of the time because of that. Yeah, he does. He goes really unnoticed. So, and then yeah, I think we did really well. I can't believe there were there were two goals, one for us and one for Leicester, that were both called. <laughs> Not cold. <laughs> what do yeah, you think, think Bamford? Brilliant. Love Bamford. I think he grew into it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't think he started that well, but he, he did come on leaps and bounds as the game progressed. 
and, and then to, to also not take the final goal, which I really needed Harrison to score for my bet anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had um, over 3.5 goals and um, Rodrigo to score one of them. So when he limped off, I were, I were just cursing. Oh, I can't believe he's got him and Rafinha as well. I hope it's not too serious because I think they're starting to, to show us what they can do. I think yeah, that's, that's the that. only real negative that we can we can take from today, isn't it? Is the fact that what we don't want to do is having I've, I've lost some some real big game players for us. Um, I think if you if you look at the team that we finished with, it was the championship side, and it was mentioned partway through the game that uh, only Rafinha was different. He went off, and we finished with the championship side. We did, and we didn't look out of place against a team that nearly won the title. You know, they, they were up there last season; they weren't far off. Can you imagine this time last year talking about stuff like this, though? (laughs) (laughs) It's just like 16 years of dreaming about this kind of thing. And now, you know, here we are. We lose some games, but then we go out there and we smash big teams. I mean, I know people say Leicester probably are a big team, but in the context of form and recent history and stuff, they are a big team. And we're talking about going out there and beating one of the teams that's challenging for the league again. And, you know... We're doing a hell of a job, I think. Uh, yeah, and I think after half-time as well, when Leicester came out, they, they changed the tactics completely. And I think it threw us off for the first 15, 20 minutes. I think we looked quite lost. But we didn't let it get to us. We carried on and we found our form again and we started challenging. And I think if we carry on doing that, we're in for a... Mid mid to top mid table, I'd say. Oh, you you, you were almost going to talk it up a little bit more than that, weren't you? You just just changed it right at the end. Then I I, I would personally say we're a couple of wins from being safe now. I don't uh, want to yeah. curse us like, but I think we're yeah. I think we're on the verge. I mean, we, we're not safe till we're safe mathematically, but um, you know there are sides much worse than we are. Probably five or six of them much worse than we are. I totally agree with what you're saying. But when you see like West Brom and Fulham drawing with each other and stuff like that, none of them are scrapping to get out of there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd be more worried now, weirdly, about playing Sheffield United than I would about playing either of those two. Because they've well, got a little bit behind them again, haven't they? And, yeah, and I'll, <laughs> I'll always be happy about that. <laughs> but I hope they don't get too carried away, you know. Just one last one then, Emma. Um, what, what about standout players for today? Who was, who was your, uh, your top performer? Former was Bamford due to the fact that he was he was so critical to the goals. But I'm also going to say Cooper. I, I've seen criticism of him today, and I, <laughs> I'm not feeling it. That'll make no, I absolutely. KP, <laughs> KP and Cooper were solid all game. Um, and and, and uh, yeah, so I fully agree with you. And and Jay, Jay won't because. Uh, he actually hates Cooper. No, no I I'm actually thought he was. I thought he was really good today. I'll, I'll, I'm hard on him because I have high standards for our team, but I, I'll give him his credit today. He had a good, solid game. I'll never lay into him, needlessly, never. <laughs> but when he does play shit, I will give him it. <laughs> We're not just blind followers, are we? No, exactly. No, Quick question for you, Emma, before we let you go. Um, when Bamford was through and he squared it, did you think he was going to take it and miss it, or did you think he was going to put it away? Honestly, I thought he was going to take it and miss it. I just thought, no, he's going to fluff it. The thing I that think really he's, impressed I think he's me, great, but yeah, I was worried. The thing that really impressed me about that is it's usually when he's got time to think that, that mm-hmm. he tends yeah. to fluff his lines. If it comes to it like the, the, the first, his goal, 
Um, he didn't have a lot of time to think about that. It was there. It was it was set up for him, and he and he finished it with a plum, didn't he? But um, yes. often, if if he's through with that sort of space and time, that's when he kind of comes unstuck, and he didn't. Yeah. Today. You get that with a lot of strikers, don't you? Like if they play on their instinct, they do well. Yeah. If they think about it, it they, fa- they outphase themselves and they make the wrong choice. I think Bamford's a bit mm-hmm. like that. When he just plays his game and does it, he actually is a, a pretty decent striker. Yeah, he is. I love him. I'm all for Bamford. Now. He's one of those people. <laughs> he's, he's got all the tools. He's got all the ability. It's there. If he could get his head right and a bit of consistency, he'd be fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All I right. Well, sorry, Emma, I don't like to swear in front of a lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your lady. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, and and uh, you never know, maybe you uh, enjoyed that, and maybe we'll see you again sometime. All right then. Thank you so Wonderful. much, guys. Thank you, Thanks, Emma. Bye. 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 Hi, Marty. Thanks for joining us. Um, so, without further ado, we'll just get straight into what you thought of today's game. It was it was amazing to see a win, especially against Leicester. You know, it was just superb. I thought the first, until we got that first goal, until after they scored, I thought this is going to be a complete drowning of us. We're going to lose again to them, you know, maybe 3 or 4-0. But then once we scored that second goal within, you know, like within two minutes of them, uh, uh, it was just... We just defended well. The attack really came into it. Our attack was incredible today. Bamford, after last week, when he didn't really play well, just came into the game. Yeah, and you know? that, that famous child of Leeds getting the first goal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't set him off. <laughs> bad enough with Carl when we upset Carl. Oh. Don't need another Irishman going mad. Um, was... I, I mean, if, if we look, if we actually look at the match stats, it's really, really unusual for a Leeds game. Yeah, fifty-one uh, percent possession to Leicester, eighteen shots to eight in their favour, mm-hmm. eight on target to our seven. Uh, they had more corners. You know, this, this, this when you when you look at um, the the ending of the game um, and and the first half, it felt like we had all the ball to me. Um, but there were a point, Gilly, where the stats said that we had 63% of the ball. So, yeah. I mean, that shifted, obviously, at some point in the second half when they had that period. But we were all over them at one point. I mean, it was, today, they ended, up, they ended up finishing the game. They were us. <laughs> we yeah. were the other team, in a way. You know what I mean? With those stats. For me, normally we create a lot of chances that are like outside-the-box chances or really, really quick balls. But today, I felt the chances were, you know, a lot better than they normally are. You know, it wasn't just... Because we, we've seen the story before where Leeds dominate all the stats and still lose the game. Yeah. So, you know, stats paint half the picture. Watching the game paints the rest. Absolutely. Because you can't just... Like, normally we dominate possession. We dominate all, all fields of the game. But today, I think we defended a lot better. I think you can see that from some of it. Like, especially after our goal... They equalised it. You know, yeah. they they struggled to get in our box. There were a few times where they did. They have the pace. You know, they can do that. But Cooper was there. You know, Alioski was doing as usual. If anyone was getting past them, he was just filing them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is to be fair, that's what you need. You yeah. need, you need that. Which yeah, is, you've I think got to have somebody who's going to 
Yeah, you've got yeah. to have somebody who's going to do it at the right time, aren't you? I mean, in our group chat, I mentioned Ailing and I said, fucking hell, why have you done that? And then, like, I think it was Luke, we're like, oh, he had to do that then. And, you know, that's fair enough, isn't it? There are times you've got to do that and you have to have players who know when it's the right time. Yeah, that's, move. that's right. That's what Phillips is really good at for me. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's good at knowing when to foul. You know, the tactical foul. That's, he's, he's so good at it. That's what I think that's what we really miss when Phillips isn't there. No one yeah. like Stroke's Stroke's good in that CDM role, but he just he's not as good at Phillips. He's he's able to push them out or get a clearance, but yet he, he doesn't know when the right time to follow them is. He's yeah. one of those people that just reads the game perfectly. Yeah. He knows think, what's happening we, and he knows when to do things. I, I think you're right. With with, with Stroke, I th- I think I mean he's had some pelters uh when, when he was yeah. covering. Uh, 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 I think he's quite decent in there. He's just not Phillips. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think he's, he? he's a lot there's, better there's at centre only back. One Calvin. Yeah, yeah, he's there's, better at centre back. He's right, far right. better at centre back. Like today, I thought he was. I thought he was very good. It was. Yeah. Um, it was. It's. It's a really, really different story of a Leeds game because, you know, we didn't dominate possession. It felt like we did. I don't know. I don't know how it felt like we did when it was pretty even. But it just felt. It felt like the the possession we were we were using it a lot better than we normally do. And we do, we normally do we're normally very good with our possession, but it felt like the chances were a lot better. It felt like e- even from corners, we were defending well from corners. We were attacking yeah. well from corners, which is a completely different story for Leeds. It is, it absolutely is. So, how much of that do you think is down to? So, when when we're saying the uh, the, the possession and the stats in in their favour, um, when it comes down to possession, how much of that do you think was Leeds playing the game a different way, and how much was Leicester just? Uh, being able to impress on our midfield a bit I think it was we I think we played the same way we normally do it's just you know our chances were a lot better but we just didn't get as many but in the case of that it's also when we scored you know that equalizer they they wanted the win you know normally normally Leicester are a team that will sit back and you know play for a draw but if they're playing against 12th they're going to try and go for a win get into second so yeah. I, I think it was we were able to take advantage of that, especially, especially like that. That's the only reason we scored the third goal because after we scored, they had to come at us. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's it. We break when, away, when, when teams open up against us, that's when we do our best work, yeah. isn't it? And that yeah. third goal, all, all the goals were superb today. I thought there were like from us, there were no scrappy goals. Like Dallas scored a good goal. Bam, that Bamford goal was incredible, and then Bamford's assist as well. well. Yeah, it was just it was it was really great to see Bamford scoring, and he could have he could have been greedy. Would it would it have been his hundredth club goal? Is it? Well, I've I not seen know. that. I don't nice know. That. I, I thought, I, I better thought, stats. No, it, it might, I, I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I, I think I saw it somewhere. Probably just me making it up because I love Bamford. Um, <laughs> but no, I thought that that's what I love to see Bamford playing well because. I, I just love him so much. <laughs> no, I, 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 I agree. I think he, he's another one that's so important to the way that we play. Yeah. Oh, yes. It, it showed that, didn't it, though? When when he's been out of the team, we don't play the same way. He yeah. he is arguably... I'm, God, I'm going to get some pelters for this. He's arguably as important as Phillips in our team. No, I agree. I, I agree. But if you look down the spine of a team, I think that that, that tends to be the case, is that, that that's your important mm. player, is your striker, your central midfielder, your centre, central defender and your keeper, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. But he gets a lot of stick because he doesn't score enough goals. And he's had that little drought for a few games now. Mm. And everyone's starting to think, oh, 
Is that it? Now, has, he had, has he had his little sort of purple patch and he's back to normal yeah. sort of Bamford now? And I, I'll, I'll admit, I was sort of going down that road I, myself. And I was a bit like he that. needed he needed that performance today. Even if I love him, I was a bit like that. But what I think, what I think it is, our goals come from. They don't just come from our striker. You know, they come from a- anyone in our team is able to score at any point as long as they get the right chance. And a lot of the time, when you're watching a game, you don't see Bamford because he isn't like he's doing so much work. Yeah, you don't you don't see him because oh, he's not scoring. Works his bollocks off as well. Yeah, he's he's even good when he comes back to defend. He's even good. He does you that know? a lot as well. He does yeah. that a lot. But but the one thing that I would say is that he scored as many as Vardy this season. So he might have had this many well, drought of four games, but he's got as many as yeah. Vardy. And and I, you know, I, you think how how positively we were looking at the game as soon as we knew Vardy were out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm not I'm not in any way sort of comparing the two because I think there's a way to go yet. But there was another striker we had who used to have little girl droughts and then he'd start banging him in again, Mark Viduka. Oh, yeah, and but he would player. go on runs <laughs> and then he would have droughts and he wouldn't score for what six or seven games or something and then he'd come back up with goods and bang him in. Yeah, that's what like I think mostly with lead strikers this is and with, with a lot of strikers, but you know, being a Leeds fan, I think you can see anytime we have a striker, they're very, very confidence based. Mm. Yeah, like and I, I think you can say that the most about Bamford because when he when he doesn't get a goal. He'll still he'll still play the same way, but he just in, when he's in front of goal, he just won't create the the same you know part of the ball. He won't get the ball into the right places. But see that his goal was superb. The, yeah, there's, there's a confidence in movement as well, isn't there? Yeah, it, it's it, you, know, you can see the positivity when somebody's really on the top of the game and and the confident and the flying, yeah. and you can see the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, he I didn't think, look like a confident player last couple of games, did he? No, he didn't. He no. looked tired in the last game. But I think he's won. Yeah. You know, this 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 might be a little bit unfair, but um, I'm going to say it anyway. I think he's one that that has benefited from not having the fans in the stadium. I was because, thinking that because then the, the fans aren't getting on his case if he's not putting away a chance. If he misses a big chance, he doesn't hear all the groans and all of that sort of stuff. Mm. It's probably easier for him to focus on. Right, okay, I've got to look, put that out of my mind and get on with the next one. The one thing that I would say is I think um, Click is probably one that suffered from not having the fans there because I think he loves it. Yeah, I think does. Click was actually I, when he came on. I thought he was very good today. He did do well. You know, he did do well. I, I thought I thought he was good. I thought really all the players were good. You know, Ealing yeah. was superb as well. Ealing got quite a few flops in as well, which is great. <laughs> I think a few of them did. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take <laughs> yeah. a slight issue there because Ealing, he let us down a little bit with his marking today and his tracking back with people. I think I think um, the goal that, that he let them score was was yeah. poor on his part. I th- but still, he's done that I, a couple I, I of times recently. 75, though. 80 minutes of the game, he played really well. But the problem yeah. is, yeah. if you don't have that level of concentration and consistency in defence, they score, and they did in the yeah. Premier League, especially. So, but it was, yeah, you get punished. It, I think it was those. It was those first fifteen minutes, really, that led us down for that goal because we hadn't come into the game yet. I think you can see that. And but then after that, the defence. I think that's the first time we've really had a the most reactionary response we can have because we just came into that game straight away. You know, we yeah. scored not two minutes after. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we've mentioned a few players there. If, if I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you to name one, who would you stand up player for today? Oh, I, I, it's hard because <laughs> as I think Cooper was very good. Cooper yeah. was Cooper was very good. He was making really good tackles. 
and he was he was getting clearances in areas that you need to get up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at Jake as he hates him. <laughs> I don't hate him. I don't hate him at all. And I'll fucking I'll die on this hill. I don't hate him. I just I think he's fucking brilliant as a person and a character I've around the club. And I've said this a million times. And you know this kid, just like fucking winding me up because you know I'll fight every time. I just don't think he's at that level. I think he'll have games where he steps it up. I just don't think he's got it consistently. And today he had a great game, and I'll, I'll not knock him for yeah. that. I'll, you know, I'm well happy that he played well. I think it's about having the right person beside him because he was he was so good last season because he had Ben White beside him. But then you look at it now, like who do we have beside him? We have Stroik, who who's so 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 young, you know. Yes, yeah. Ben White. Yeah, I miss. I think everyone misses Ben White. Yeah, we all miss Ben White. But but I think Ben yeah. White misses Ben White. <laughs> but in terms <laughs> of um, uh, who Cooper's got next to him, who's, who's he had so far this season? Cop, he's had Rente, Berlin, his dog, Strike. Um, yeah, Calvin played I'm last night. I'm expecting to see Kitman next to him at some point. <laughs> so but, you know, it's not a surprise that there's been a bit of variability. Yeah. He's not had a chance to have a, a, a solid partner alongside him at any point. Mm-hmm. I, no, I that's think... a, that's a good point, that Gilly. Like, like we'll often say, like we'll criticise him and say, oh, he wanted the right position, or he didn't intercept a certain ball. But if he is not entirely sure what the person next to him is going to do and where that person is going to be, I guess you've got to cut him some slack for that. And that's a good point. Yeah, I feel like he's he's a player who really feels he, even a, he could be playing beside Van Dyke, and he could still feel the need to, you know, try and cover for them whenever they do anything and yeah. that, that's what you need from a centre-back but when you have if, if we had say we had Cotter Lorente beside him the entire Premier League season I think we'll be doing a lot better than we are yeah. now and we're doing really good right now but it's just because I think a lot of people wrote Koch off at the start first few games he wasn't amazing but he really came into it and then obviously now he's injured at least yeah. they didn't have the Chelsea fans streaking at him and howling. <laughs> that was <laughs> weird. Still don't know what that were about. Yeah, that was strange. Feels. Okay, well, um, thank you very much for for, um, for joining us. Uh, thank you for having a, me on. Been, been, a, been a pleasure having you on. Cheers, my. Thanks very much. We'll thank speak you. to you soon. Speak to you soon. Right, so the... Uh, Next participant in the Match Day podcast, to Baradian Cook, joining us for next a, a, a victim now. Next victim, it's <laughs> <laughs> Kay Ray from Twitter. You will, you may know her as at KTLUFC. So uh, straight into it, then. What did you think to the game today? Mint. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Go on, just give us a little no, bit no, more. No. no, I thought we played really well. Um, bit concerning with some. People going off. Bamford at end as well didn't look too cracking, did it? Oh, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. No, I didn't. It was limping. Bamford. Yeah. Yeah. It was limping off pitch. Oh well, that's all we need. Jordan <laughs> Raff gone, gone off, and then and then Bamford as well. Can you imagine yeah. next next game they won't be saying, "Oh, it's the Championship team." They'll be saying it's fucking worse than the Championship team. <laughs> it's under twenty two. Yeah, exactly. Them fuckers that got beaten that shit cup are playing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's what makes me laugh. How we can lose to Crawley, but then beat Leicester. Oh, it's a it's a different Anyone? it's a different mentality. It's different set of players and. Like you throw professional sports 
men into a situation like that and the top level players and they aren't looking at him thinking this is a normal game. They're thinking, oh, fucking hell, this is, it's a different, it's just a different mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like when you, you're geared up and you're ready for a match on a, on a league game and you're fucking, you're zoned in. I think yeah. FA Cup's a bit of a distraction to a, a degree. And when you're just not even expecting to play for a lot of the first teamers and sat on the bench, don't think they're in the mindset for it. And I think that's a big part of it with them. And I, I don't know. I just, I don't think you can really put the two together and draw any sort of conclusions from it. It's just different situations and different mindsets for the players. Yeah, it's just mad though, isn't it? <laughs> it is weird, yeah. When you look at it on paper and you look at us fucking getting beat by them and beating Leicester. But I think you've got to put some context to stuff like that. Literally just before... Um... We scored final goal as well. Someone I saw someone put on Twitter, I need Harrison to score for me, bet to come in, and then he scored. <laughs> I, think we, I think we just had a run, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I think that, that might have been Emma. It? Uh, yeah, I think that, that might have been uh, Emma Smile Holmes that we've, we've had on as well. Oh, has Emma been on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she has, yeah. Oh, I so, missed her. Um, you're following in distinguished footsteps now, Kate. Okay? Well, you'll oh. get to hear it back when you listen to yourself, so that's not a problem. Oh, I don't want to listen to myself. One of the strange... Well, I have to listen to it all. Because I do editing, I can't avoid it. One of the strange things is, if we look at the uh, the match stats on BBC website, um, 51% possession to Leicester, 18 shots to our eight, eight shots on target to our seven, six corners to our four. Usually we dominate stats. Um, who do you think the standout player was? Answered. I mean, you can't Definitely. overlook to assist in a goal, can you? No, but um, I know just watching him though today, I was watching him and I said to my mate, I said, You watch Bamford, he is just everywhere. He will chase anything down. No, it's a lost cause to him. He'll just, he's just relentless. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Kay, if I'd known that asking about Bamford would unlock you. I would have asked about him straight away because he's been like pulling <laughs> teeth. This. <laughs> <laughs> you. you better cut. You better cut most of this out. No, we don't. We don't cut out on the Auto No Better podcast. It's, it's you better as it comes. Do. We're real. But I tell you what, I'm going to sleep better tonight after watching a Leeds win in a game that oh, I didn't expect three points from. Definitely. Who are your standout players today? Um, for me, I think Bamford. Yeah, it's difficult to overlook the impact he's had on the game. Um, for me, if 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 it wasn't for you know the assist and the, the goal and 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 so on, for me, Cooper and Calv were head and shoulders. I think they were. You've upset me now, because I, I were going to say the same players, <laughs> and you know what I'm like with Cooper. You know what I mean? So he must he must have fucking done well for me. I think that no, he had I a really good that... fucking game because I did. I, I thought, thought he did great. Today. I thought that today with Cooper, um, and I still saw him getting shit on Twitter and all. Well, oh, do you know what, okay, we have a running joke on this podcast where I'm always giving him shit, but like, I'll throw <laughs> my hands up and say he's fucking him. great today. Yeah. Absolutely hates him. Can't stand him. <laughs> I don't. Really? I don't hate him at all. I just, anyway, we've been over this already, so I think he had a great game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Stroke but, um, did really well as well. Did yeah. I think he did well enough that I'd stick with a pair of them next game, regardless of who's bet. Don't think anyone oh. deserved to be dropped. Hmm. He tends to well, do that though, doesn't he? He, tend, he tends to stick with, with a winning side. Um, that's right. Do, you know. do, do you not think... Sorry, go on. It's all right. No, 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 no. go on. You're the other guest. guest. We're on away from you, Kay. Do you not think he makes a lot of stupid mistakes? Like, he's a bit, he's a bit shaky. 
Do not think. Strike. Is it me? No, no. Stro- what is his face? Strike. Strike. Whatever it is. Yeah, he's I only think he makes kid, mistakes though, that you would expect from somebody that's inexperienced. Um, well, yeah, you have to give I him I think that. he's been thrust into a role that he did not expect to be playing at this point in his career. Yeah. And he's playing a lot more football in a position which, although we all say he's definitely a centre-back, to him, mentally, is not his position. Yes. In his head, he's a, he's a midfielder, so fuck knows what's happened there. But he... Uh, I think he's doing it. a solid job. It's just not. It's he's just kind of been like thrown into the fire, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I think he's he's doing a good job in reflection to that. For what he's got. Yeah, I think so. Bale's yeah. obviously trusts him. It's his go-to man. Yeah. Just um, just just in a um a, a comment on the BBC website where I've just been looking at the stats. Thank you, Leeds United. You always give me good value for my time and money, and never disappoint. You're a thing of pure beauty and a great addition to the Premier League. I love you. And thanks to Leicester City too for always play, seeking to play football the proper way. Unfortunately, you're just not the same without your talisman Vardy from a good football-loving gooner. Arsenal fans talking <laughs> us up. Well, do you know what? We're playing the sort of football that Arsenal fans wish their side were playing. Well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and yeah, got di- We've got Bielsa and Pep's a disciple of Bielsa. They've got a guy who's a disciple of Pep. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like the third generation of the Bielsa philosophy in a way. He should be playing a certain way. They would expect him to play the way Pep played. And there's been flashes of that with Arsenal, but I don't think they've got the personnel to pull it off. Although having said that, if you compared their squad to ours and you put Bielsa in charge, they'd probably be fucking top of the league. Well, yeah. Um, I think he was quoted as saying before, if football was played by robots, I would win every game. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, he puts that much focus and passion into his entire life because his entire life is football. Mm. Um, that you know that that it's not it's not even arrogant of him to say. <laughs> How can no, you it's not. It's not. It's not. It's right. Okay, so um, I, I think I think I think we're done there. So thanks very much for joining us, Kay. And, Cheers, Kay. Uh, uh, you know, well. we, have, we have looked after you, whether you feel looked after or not. Thanks very much for joining us, Kay. You're welcome. We'll we'll meet up at some point on PlayStation together. All right. All right. Text me later. Bye. Bye. Right. Okay. That's it for the guests for today. Uh, Janie, any closing thoughts? Yeah, just a couple of things. I'm going to uh, ask you about Gilly. Um, What did you think about Bamford being selfless and squaring it and not going for it? I mean, after he scored a goal, you'd expect him to be full of confidence and thinking, yeah, I'm going to get another one here. I think it were really good, the fact that he were, he were side before self, effectively, there. It, it was side before self. I think, um, you know how disappointed I was to lose my prediction points. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, confidence is a funny thing, isn't it? Um, we spoke, um, I think it was with Emma, we spoke about the amount of time that you had to think about it and, and that quite often that's sometimes when, I don't know if it's pressure or, or what have you, but um, sometimes he struggles if he's got a bit too much time, whereas if it comes to him and, and it's just a response and it's a natural response that, that quite often yeah. he, 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 uh, he'll put something away. Um, so I, I was quite impressed actually that, that he did do that. It was side before self, very much so. Um, I expected no, the shot. I I don't, nobody can blame I a striker. Nobody no, could no. blame a number nine not not squaring it there. 
Um, Absolutely not. But uh, I, I don't know if you got to hear him after the game and, and, and he was specifically asked about yeah, it. Yeah, I did, yeah. Um, he, he speaks so well. He really does mm. speak well. I, I don't know if you noticed, he's actually, his profile within the club's social media has raised quite a bit. Um, I think he was doing the the, um, the play-along things on uh, Warzone, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and he's done a couple of charity things. He had the, um, was it him that gave the money for the iPads for the school? Yeah, it was, yeah. Been. Yeah, it was. Uh, five grand or something to buy some iPads for the school. Um, but It's it, awesome it, that because he's not from Leeds, so he doesn't have yeah. the connection like someone like Calvin might have. But the fact that he's integrated here, he's, he's a part of it, he feels at home. That's I right. think that says a lot that. Yeah, it does. And I think you you mentioned um, earlier tonight about the fact that uh, he's not had a, a manager that really believed in him, or at least not the way that Bielsa does. Mm. Um, and I think that, that that in itself, the fact that he's well into double figures, well, well into double figures, 11 or 12 for the season, um, already in a Premier League season when... You know, it, it, I think he posted at the end of last season, it started already when, when there were a, a news article saying, can Bamford cut it in the Premier League? I remember you know, that. Season were, were, were hardly over before they were questioning whether they were going to cap- be capable of it or not. And they were probably that, written by Gabby Abdonlahor. <laughs> <laughs> it must affect a player, you know, especially we, we know that he's a confidence player and that's why, I mean, we say we know. It, 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 the evidence shows him being a, a confidence player. That's why he, he scores in patches because he gets on his game, and you can see the benefit that having a couple of goals in his. Oh, in his and when he's on it, he's on it. Yeah, big time. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not really surprised because he is a selfless type of player. You know, a, a, a striker that's just going to hog the box and get on the end of things doesn't run his blood to water like Bamford does. So yeah, he is a you'll see him on the halfway line, won't you? He's running back. Yeah. He's he'll be in our own area yeah. if he has to be defending. So, yeah, and then I'm, he's breaking really again. Surprised. He's running back up other end. You yeah. can't fault that effort. No, absolutely not. And do you know what? The thing I've said it a few times this season already. The thing we've always demanded as Leeds fans is endeavour. Yeah, you know that, that that's the minimum expectation is you will work. I mean, Andy Hughes is the ledge of the club. Was it yeah. quite good we enough for the Andy level Hughes, we were trying we? to get to? Um, you know, it maybe didn't have that level of quality, but because of his passion and because of his work rate and his ethic, and and um, you know, it, it, that's when it becomes, you know, Leeds fans appreciate that as much as that's it. We when, when you've got play. a player who like you can tell he like it means something to him wearing the shirt, yeah. and he'll run himself into the ground for it, and that's all we ask. Yeah. So yeah, not really a surprise that he did that purely on the fact that that's kind of the principles that he lives by anyway. Um, but it was great to see. Uh, it was nice for Jackie to get a goal because um, yeah. I think, you know, yeah. in, in, in recent games, I mean, that that the last goal they scored, the outside at boot were a pearl. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was that. beautiful, yeah. Um, I so, that. you know, the, the one that he scored today were uh, a, a fair bit easier than that. It would, it, Bamford had made it a tap-in for him, but it was nice for him to get a goal for, for the effort that he put in as well. Um I thought you were quite quiet today, um, but still you, you couldn't fault the, the effort that had gone in. And I think that that's echoed across the team. Um, I don't yeah. think there were anybody that, 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 that uh, wasn't working the way that we need to work. And you don't beat a side like Leicester without earning it. No, of course you don't. The, the no-mugs are up there. They're not a one-man team by any means. Like Madison's yeah. been the best player and he were there and we kept him pretty quiet. He did all yeah. right, but he didn't do anything special. The BBC um, gave him a 4.56 rated. <laughs> Did they? Fucking yeah. Hellfire. But do you know what? Like you mentioned Harrison there, and um, that just 
it makes me think we've got a few players who are in that same sort of bracket with Harrison, and it's like they've got all the ability in the world. It's just consistency. Yeah. And if those players could hit that consistency and keep that level, fuck me, we'd be amazing. Yeah, but the, I mean, there's also an aspect of realism, isn't there? If you if you if you were able to take Harrison's first touch and the endeavour and the work rate uh, and, and put output on top of that as well, we would never have been able to sign him. No, that's true. And that's <laughs> you know, always we wouldn't have had him in the championship. That you're looking for, yeah, isn't it? That's, absolutely. You, know, um, you, you know, look for players who are talented but flawed at the level that we were operating at. Or inexperienced and growing into the game, and and you know yeah. if they can then grow with the club because a lot of them have done that. Uh, you yeah. know Calvin's grown with the club. Um, I, I put Harrison in that bracket as well. Uh, Rafini is still only quite young. He's got a lot of development to do. You know Rodrigo's probably about where he's going to be. So he's Bamford just because of where they are in their careers and their age that they're yeah, at. Yeah. Um, but there's other players that have got um, quite a distance to go. Strikes another one. Um, you know Shackleton. All right, he's only on the fringes of of, of, this, of the uh, starting eleven, um, but um, you know we, we've got a players bit backwards that have got for that. Me. Yeah, he has. He's, he, we've not seen as much of him as I expected to this season. I thought he was going to be. Oh, uh, he'd come uh, on leaps and bounds. Involved. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, focusing on on the positives, he's we do have players that have still got potential to go that step further. Um, now, if they don't that's when that becomes a bit of a problem because we do need to be building and growing. And I think um, Rads came out to say, uh, was it was it five to seven years to be regularly aiming for Champions League? Um, yeah. Now, I don't know if that's from the start or from the start of the season, because uh, if it's from the start, that's only three seasons away. And that's that's quite a lot of work to do when you've got sides like Chelsea. That hey, can it's just a big ask, we've million. got the best manager in the world, mate. Well, that's it. But, you know, it, it is a big ask. forever. It is a big ask when you've got Chelsea and City and the Scum and Liverpool just spunky money left, right and centre that, you know, we can now compete. You know, we, we've got the Premier League money. We can now compete with the clubs that are in and around us. Um, yeah. But can we compete with that next level? Certainly not yet. And I think that that, no, that needs... That needs Elland Road development. It needs um, it needs fans back in the stadium. Um, yeah, you know, th- there's there's a lot of there's a lot of elements that build up to that, but it, the um, the potential of the clubs there with some of the, the the potential of the players as well, and that's what we needed to see. And we need to see growth, and we are. We're going in the right direction, and I think that the the 49ers investment that was discussed on the main pod last week, I think that shows that we're going in the right direction. But people like that, they don't sink the money into lost causes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They, these are people who are looking for a return. They're Absolutely. not doing it. They're not doing it because the Rads is friends. They're not doing it because they want to help us. They're doing it because they want a return, and they yeah. see potential for that in Leeds. And that means we're going in the right direction. We're going somewhere. Um, I think we'd all kill for those Champions League nights again because there's no atmosphere 100%. like it, is there? There's nothing no, electric. like it. And there's kids electric. now who've never experienced anything like that with Leeds. And fucking hell, do you know? I'm kind of jealous of them in a way because. They're going to get that for the first time at some point. Well, we hope so. <laughs> be, we hope good. so. And I think we will at some point. And when yeah. you first go to one of those games and there's all that sort of pomp and ceremony and it's it's just a different kettle of fish, isn't it? Yeah. It's a different level altogether. Yeah. And I really, really hope we get there. And I hope some of these players can, can be there when we do. I don't think a whole load of them will be. Yeah. But... I will say that none of these people that play in our team now will ever be forgotten for what they've done for Leeds United. Oh no! I'm very, very grateful for these lads and the efforts. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if you if you look at um, when when we went down and and um, 
Don Matteo spoke about captain in the side that got that got relegated and, and the, the, the hangover that that caused him yeah. in his career and how devastated yeah. he was about that. You've then got the very opposite end of that that scale where, you know, um, I, I, I don't, he wasn't there to play in the, in the game. Um, I think he was injured at the end, wasn't he, Cooper? But, um, uh, you know, he captained us up. And, and yeah. um, you know, the, the players that got us up, they won't be forgotten. Um, no, and, and no. you know, it, it, would, it, would, it would devastate, really, that fans couldn't be in the stadium when you're thinking of Bielsa lifting the trophy and so on. But, you know, no. those, those players, they're, they're, they're legends of, of, of the club now uh, because those were the ones that actually achieved what it was that we'd been looking for so long. That's it, they did. Uh, one last point I want to ask, because um, we need to wrap this up and we're getting into that area where we start just reminiscing. And <laughs> um, it was interesting that Rogers. Before the game, he'd spoken about how sort of honest and and stuff yeah. like that. Like we didn't chase refs, we didn't do any of that, and we just played the game and got on with it. Interesting that we had comments like that, and then they seemed to spend a lot of time on the floor where Johnny Evans pretended he'd been whacked in the face when the replay yeah. showed that he'd barely brushed his cheek. Um, we had Tillemans like rolling around screaming like he'd been shot. He did scream, didn't he? That was awful. Lane. Yeah, and what do you reckon to that? First off, the one thing I'm going to say is I think there might have been five or six alien flops today. <laughs> and not just that, there were a couple of others that joined in as well. Now, you know, we've all been critical of uh, Grealish before because he's a cheating, diving bastard. Um, Absolutely. But, um, you know, there, there were some there that, you know, they didn't need to go down. They went down <laughs> under, under some contact, but they didn't need to go down and they did. But they got the, they, they, they got the reward of, of a free kick and freeing up a bit of pressure. I feel as Leeds fans, we don't want to see that, do we? No, we we don't want to see that. We We just want effort. We don't want any theatrics. Yeah. But um, how much of that was caused by the way that they were playing the game? Because you're right, Mm. they were doing that. You know, Tielemans, it it was noted that he was right in front of the official screaming and rolling around. But then all of a sudden... Somebody said, oh, it's the standard, I want a foul scream, you know, Premier League scream. Yeah, and and um, you know, two minutes later, we're up and running round. Yeah, how much can it really hurt? Right as rain. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I don't like that side of the game. Unfortunately, some of it's crept into Leeds, um, and it's a bit distasteful. But... It's it's weird, isn't it, to think that the modern game, this is a part of it, and it's changed, and it's something you're just gonna have to accept because we've never traditionally been yeah. a club who's sort of supported that kind of thing. No, and do you know it's not outright dives like Grealish. Um, if you know, if you go back to when Bamford did dive against Villa, he's not done it since. No, because you know, got some you got some pelters from, the, his, from own his own fans. Yeah, yeah, we don't like. We it. don't put up with that. We're not. That's not our game. Yeah, but you, you know, you're right. You're right to call it out. But you know, we're kind of just on the right side of it at the moment. I would say, <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't want that to grow. And I you're don't think Bielsa will have it. <laughs> I don't think Bielsa will have it. You know, if, I think that's. It, it might be something related to uh, the fans as to why Bamford's not done it, but it might also yeah. be the fact that Bielsa ripped him a new arsehole because he do not like I, it. <laughs> I can't imagine Bielsa being okay with that. No. He wants to Absolutely win games not. based on being better than the opponent, not yeah. on cheating. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, um, I think it's time for my one and only beer of the day. Uh, I managed to get through a Leeds game without one, so I'm going to go have You're a beer. Than and me. Do you know what? It's, uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining me, Jay. 
and uh, anytime, hope anytime. people listening uh, enjoyed it. The, the, just the last thing I would say is there is a competition running at the moment on the main podcast, um, which you'll be able to find the details of on our uh, Twitter account at Auto Know Better, uh, where you can win a uh, fabulous prize of a smartwatch, um, kindly donated by one of the group members. Um, and uh, yeah, get along there. And the name, I think, will be drawn out of a hat during the main pod uh, when we record it next week. So good luck, everybody that's entered. I'll be in it to win it, folks. I'll be in it to win it, that's it. Nice one. Cheers, Jay. Speak to you Cheers. soon. Cheers. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details thank you for listening to another auto no better podcast the independent league united podcast you can engage with us via our socials on youtube and twitter at the address at auto no better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss you can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our youtube channel for the main weekly show and the Baradi and coke after match podcasts with three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.